With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the fighting. It's the fighting. Clock. It's the fighting. It's the fighting Clock A camel shirt No It's episode 7 season No it's episode 24 Season 7 of the Fighting God podcast Today I'm joined by Felonious Filth Hello And the lesser spotted Jack Hussey 
back after a hiatus. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I've been a bit busy for a few weeks. So. <laughs> um, some of the people, like obviously, the fighting cock's grown significantly. Um, but people who have been listening for the start will remember Jack being a founding member of the Fighting Cop podcast, and then we had a little tiff, didn't we? Yeah, I reckon. Well, probably, but, you know. I can't even remember really what it was about. It's what happens when you get, you know, like... Egos in the room. Lennon and McCarthy. Yeah. You know, McCarthy, yeah. McCartney. McCartney. McCartney, yeah. Yeah, it's what that. happens. So, uh, I, I, you know, it was a long time ago, and we thought we'd bury the hatchet. It's not like we haven't spoke over the, the last couple of years, is that? It's all right. I've gone on to bigger and better things with Royal Roost. Royal anyway. Roost so, podcast. Yeah, there you go. Baines... Right. And Seb. And Seb. Stafford Blur. Stafford. Seb, Seb doesn't do it anymore. That's, that's an exclusive reveal as well. Oh. What, he, he wound him up as well? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, he, he just busy. He was just like, can't, can't, you yeah, know, devote more time to it. It's only like, like, just getting on the, you know, getting Skype. Mate, you know, come on, he's, he's trying to be a serious journalist and there's me on fucking Twitter coating people off calling everyone a nonce and stuff yeah fair enough fair enough um, but if you haven't listened to if somehow you, you listen to the Fighting Cop podcast and haven't listened to Blow, uh, Blow the Bells and have Roll the Roost go and have a listen it's good fun not all about Spurs that's one of the major gripes some people have of it yeah. sometimes it ends it's up mostly just about films isn't it? films and stuff I, I, I understand it completely fuck all this we we <laughs> we kicked Real Madrid's cunting dished up wallops it was incredible it was. It was very one-sided, and it? it was just beautiful. Jack, I wish it was more. It describe your your feelings over last night. I, mate, I can't even process it. Honestly, I, I feel like watching it. Watching it. It was especially. You know, what? first goal was fucking ecstasy. Second goal, yeah, it's it's beyond that. You just sort of ask more the mental one. The third one, yeah. I, I, I didn't even. I didn't even react. It's almost like I went to like an ethereal plane. Yeah. I, just, I was just sort of sat there looking at it like what what. What is going on? Like, what is actually happening? So, this is the first time this has ever happened to me since Mark Crossley saved a penalty for Spurs at League Club. It's the quarterfinal. Um, I cried at a football match, <laughs> and, and it wasn't blubbing. It weren't like it weren't like me like like, like losing my shit. Harrison scored. I embraced my family around me, and I looked down at the pitch, and fucking tears formed in my eyes, and I was like. <laughs> What the fuck? It's like a Terminator with It's not... It isn't me. It's not what I do. Like, I don't... I'm very good at... I'm very good at kind of compartmentalising things. But at that moment, I lost myself and my eyes welled up. Like, people in my family have fucking died and I haven't cried. And Probably this, laughed, didn't you? No, no. Like, not one out. But, uh, <laughs> but in this instance, it was nothing but just that this... I don't even know. I can't describe the feeling. It was... Something else. Um, it, it, it was fuck. It was incredible. It was it was so surreal. It was at the Spurs end as well, and um, it felt like it took an absolute lifetime for the ball to get to Ericsson. and it felt like he took like ages to like um, put the ball in. Mm. And then once the ball went in, it's like everyone looked around at each other. Then just all just limbs everywhere. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely fucking limbs. Um, another thing that would will produce limbs should we score. Um, the Fighting Cock are putting on. It's called the Fighting Cock Social. We found a place to uh, rent out in in Waterloo, and uh, it's for the Arsenal and Spurs game. Uh, tickets are five pounds for early birds, and then ten pounds. Basically, we need to make sure that we make our money back because it's fucking expensive. I'm shitting myself. So all, all, all we need is uh, we, we need a few of you to uh, turn up 
uh, buy your tickets. We're going to do a little live show as well. Just a little thing, not a massive thing, like 30, se- 30 minutes um, previewing the game, talking about Spurs versus Arsenal. But the most important part of it is the fact that we're all together in a room. There is no other scumbag around. All of them uh, are um, you know, proper Spurs and it's going to be incredible. And if, if the, the Spurs-Man City or, or the Spurs-Liverpool games were anything to go by, it's going to, like, the, the Man City one especially. Like, yeah. If you see the footage from um, that event when we scored, it was... And, and it was a bit... Like, I was looking around when everyone was going mental and I was thinking, fucking hell, we've got a deposit on this place. <laughs> like, people were throwing beers at one. Oh, yeah, it was... But, like, what happened? Like, if you're in your own house, would you take a bottle of beer and fling it at the wall? <laughs> no. I can't no. say I've ever done that, no. But I probably would do... Anyway, look, it, it, look it's, it's great. So, the Arsenal game... Well, the tickets are on the fightingcock.co.uk um, forward slash social. So get involved, buy tickets, buy, take, bring your mates along, even if they don't like the fighting cock, they don't have to listen to us bleat on. Um, Clothes come off, lights go out. Is yeah. that like after the football? Buk- yeah, Bukaki. Yeah. One lucky punter. <laughs> get Bukaki, the golden ticket. The golden ticket. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get Bukaki by everyone in the pie. <laughs> there's a 500 capacity oh, 500. so it's double what we did last time what was it oh yeah so if um, yeah the, the one lucky punter gets bukkakied anyway the chocolate starfish party yeah yeah maybe maybe yeah. Um, I'm trying to fit in mate no, <laughs> you know, no it's just I'm trying to stop myself from saying stuff really controversial because I've been drunk do it nah, nah do it. times have changed times have changed there's, there's comeuppances yeah. Uh, now, unfortunately, yeah. back in the day, I might have made a joke about a very actually. Fuck it, no, 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 no leave it, leave it. No, 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 <laughs> Jesus Christ! Do you remember? Not forget that as well. Let's just move on to what was an incredible experience last night. I've been drunk for two days. I, I come into work this morning, pissed out of my head because my old man and me, like, we, we're coming back from Wembley, and he picked up a kebab, and I thought. Um, should we get a little bottle of whiskey? And he's like, yeah, why not? Let's go back. We watched the entire fucking game again. Uh, got pissed up on whiskey. I woke up this morning stinking of booze, coming to work, and luckily I have a job where coming in drunk isn't the worst thing in the world. Less about me, more about Real Madrid and Tottenham. Who was your man of the match? That's a very good question. I was right. There's a couple of people behind me who were slagging off Deli Ali and... Um, Sissoko for the entire game. What? It's really weird. I don't know. I just didn't get it. I don't understand. He just like off the air, you know. I think Sissoko was doing it. Was just you know just there to kind of break play up. I don't think he was doing anything special. He, he came on at nil nil. Exactly. Go on, Jack. Who's yours? Yeah, I'm Tonga. Really? Give it to Yan. Yeah, I love. Him. Maybe I'm biased because I love him this year, but he's he's been incredible. He's a titan. He, he has been immense. Um, yeah, I suppose. Um, what about Trip Dog? Kieran Trippier. I struggled with him, man. He did do well last night. He did very well last Should, night. That's what we're goals. talking about. Just last night, 90 minutes he played last night. What was wrong with him? I've got to give it to... Um, fuck, I'm trying to think. I don't know why I've not even thought of it. I probably had to be Vertonghen as well. I thought Kane was incredible up front as well. When you've got <clears> an incredible centre-back, although a grade-A cunt in Sergio Ramos. Horrible cunt. Isn't he? Horrible. I understand now why it's people... fucking sexy. Yeah, I mean, he's a good-looking bloke, no, without doubt. But um, I loved... And in the same way, he kind of little despised the fact that Dembele got so riled by him. I, he went for him. But it was kind of at a point where Sergio Ramos had nothing left but to get 
pissed off. I can see him getting rolled up as the game is going on. It's a beautiful thing. When you, when you can spot a player who's just getting rolled. But someone like Dembele, someone who seems fairly even-tempered, but you saw in the Chelsea game, you know, back of the bridge. Mm. And last night, there's got a bit of a little temper on him. And I really thought it was going to be a red card when that, when that tackle went in. Because yeah. I could see it from where I was, that it was... It's dirty. The yeah. thing, the thing that I love about it though is like players like Ramos. Whatever you think about him, like he is where he is because he's a winner, right? He's one of those players that's just got that. One of those people that's got that like psychotic attitude to 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 his sport, to his craft. Mm. And you know, you know that ultimately that result last night, the fact it took a deflection off of him for the second goal, you know that's eating him away. You know it's killing him. You know it is, right? <laughs> and that, that, that just brings me enough joy. What, what criticisms have you had when, when coming to work today? Like, like anyone's like said, like, so a couple of people have been quite dismissive about Real Madrid. That's saying, are they, like, they were missing players. This isn't a Real Madrid of old. Like, this is a team that's fucking won the Champions League back three back. times, back to back, and three times in the last four years. It's what? fucking Real Madrid. Oh. Shit, Real Madrid is better than anyone else in the fucking world. Yeah. Like, this this argument's a fucking nonsense. Ronaldo, Cruz, Modric, Casemiro. He was rubbish. Serge, yeah, he was rubbish. Sergio Ramos. All of them would walk into our team. And Benzema. Probably. Any and ben, in the world. I'm not probably. sure Benzema would. Came I'm not saying he walked into the team. I'm saying that's, that's another top player they've got. Great, another great uh, top player. But it, this isn't a joke. Like Mar- Marcello, he would go in, in, into our team. Isco was fucking immense. Isco, like that. Right, they had injuries, but these are players that would walk into our team. Their seven and their starting eleven would walk into our football team probably. Yeah, I mean, there's all sorts of ridiculous stuff. Being said, Arsenal said, oh, you know, we beat um, them at the Bernabeu, but they had Thomas Gravison as a senior playing for them um, <laughs> Liverpool beat them 4-1 Real Madrid were managed by Juan de Ramos yeah. when, when that happened yeah. <laughs> fucking hell <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know 2009. he was shit yeah. Yeah. exactly so you know last night <laughs> we're playing the back to back European champions we were missing uh, Manyama Dembele wasn't fully fit um, Alderweireld got injured early on Kane wasn't fully fit as you could already see last night so I still think he was no we did I think um, I think Kane played more of his mind than of his body in that game. I think he, I don't think he was hundred percent, but I think there's not much to really take away from that. Um, at work today, a mate of mine was kind of lauding the, the performance. He's a Liverpool fan, so he looked a really well, really brilliant game. And man, he's a he, Liverpool. He's a Liverpool fan. Too. I had a Liverpool fan come up to me at worst day. And say what? Worst day. Oh, oh, well done. And I was like, fuck off. <laughs> but I don't need that. But this, this guy, sorry, this guy says well done. And then a man new fan was but oh, you couldn't beat us last weekend, though. And I said, yeah, how much did your team cost, though? Yeah. You won that one. Good. The, the, the Liverpool fan at work for me took a different tack, which was City's result at Napoli was much better than yours. Wow. He's like, yeah, it's a good result, but you know, City's was obviously better. No, it obviously wasn't. Yeah. Napoli a tin pot. I mean, yeah, we're having a few good games, but come no, on. No, I mean, Napoli aren't, they are unbeaten in their league and ah. top of it. Uh, when... Uh, but, 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 but it's I understand it's still a dead league. That's what I think. That's what I think. But the league is not doing much better, though. I mean, I think only Sevilla won this week of all the Spanish teams in, the, in Europe. Yeah, I mean, like, why are you saying that? But, and what, what value does that have? No, I mean, the, the, the thing with the Napoli argument, though, is that um, what Edison, De Bruyne, and Sterling cost almost as much as I thought in 11 last night. So, yeah. you know, I mean, they spent all that money to have that done. I mean, it was a brilliant result for Manchester City, no doubt about it, but they spent a fuck ton of money. They should be doing this. Exactly. Listen, all these pricks, right, the reason why they're giving us, like, you know, you know what Arsenal fans and Chelsea, and they're all going, they're all going, but you haven't won anything. 
because this is the reason why it's the last stand it's Custer's last stand for them they've got nothing else the minute we start winning things and it's coming I guarantee you this shit is coming we're going to get all of our cake and we're going to stuff it down our fat little gobs and we're going to look in the eyes of these starving children of, uh, of, of Arsenal and Chelsea and Woolwich and, and, we're gonna, and, and we're going to look at them as they're starving and we're going to eat this success cake and ram it down our throats and look at them and go good I'm glad you're starving it's all coming for us. Yep. The it's their it last is. stand, is what I'm saying. Last stand, they've got nothing else. And the it, last it, thing that they can say about us is that we haven't won anything. When we do, there will be nothing left for them. But you, 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 it's so beggy, that's the problem with it. it. Like, it's just this, it's this, it's this line of it. It's this, like, right, I, maybe it's because we've been the underdog, right? For, for like, come on, lads, like, for, for forever, Yeah. You know? We've been, for most of our lifetimes, we've been shit. Yeah. And we know that. Yeah. And we've learned to cope with that, having to do the, the, the sort of the humble thing of being like, when you see fucking United do something, you have to do the whole like, you know, I, I'm not even going to fucking slag them off. I'm going to say, fair enough. Like, I, I can't be asked to put up this pretense because yeah. then it's, what have you done? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But these, these people, like, they, they, don't, they don't know how to do that. They can't do it. They can't, they can't process this. Their whole thing is like, it's Spurs, though, they're shit, so let's just take the piss out of them. They can't actually take that second, take a step back and just be like, actually, fair play. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Do you know what, Jack? I came into work and the only person really, because everyone was going, yeah, well done, you beat Real Madrid. The only person that made any real sense was Craig, our editor, at Bull Street, and he's a Chelsea fan. And he's like, what? it wasn't a shock. It wasn't a shock. You're a fucking good football team. You're... And it wasn't even like... A, he was doing it to try to disparage, to try to take away the impact of me being so happy. But he was saying it in a way that was made, this made complete sense. He says Tottenham have finished second and third in the Premier League. Real Madrid are seventh in the league. These are comparable teams now. He goes, it isn't a joke that Spurs turned over at Real Madrid at, at home. Because they, they should be. And we are. And this is what everyone needs to forget. Well, I enjoyed last night. It was an amazing experience. And like I say, tears in my eyes... It's going to come to a stage where we realize, we, we we need to realize that we belong there. We yeah. belong. You, you don't <clears throat> honestly like. All right, maybe maybe in some fucking far flung alternate universe that's simulated by paedophiles or something. I don't know, but <laughs> I don't <laughs> know why paedophiles. <laughs> like, the red wine's hit me. I'm on red wine nowadays. Right? God, but I'm just talking. About Negative energy. I don't know if you've listened to much to uh, what's he called? Who? Big lad. He does Info Wars. Alex Jones. You listen to Alex Jones? No, no. no. I, I, right, I heard Alex Jones on the Joe Rogan podcast. He's talking about paedophiles and how they control the space-time continuum, basically, <laughs> to sap the energy of of what, young people because it keeps them alive because they're they're vampires. And but I've I've gone on a segue. No, here, I like right? segue. But anyway, in an alternate universe, I can't even remember my original point, <laughs> but I can. Scoring three goals against Real Madrid at home when they're in poor form—that happens. But that doesn't really happen after you've also in the previous fixture, drawn at the Bernabeu. Like, yeah. this this should tell people, we're not... This isn't a chance encounter. Spurs haven't done this by fluke. We're a fucking good side. And I think a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of us, I think even myself, I'm suddenly like, you know what, we... we this is a different... This isn't the team that's fucking 
hoping that Andy Booth maybe does all right on his loan deal or that Sergei Rebrov deserves a fucking another chance that he's been unfairly treated or Milenko Simovic is going to fucking go on and do something. This is Tottenham Hotspur now. This is what we are. We, we were talking about this before. We were talking about this before, Jack. You're right. Is we remember the fucking horrible, horrible days. You were talking about Rod Wallace. Yep, Hamilton Rickard. Hamilton Rickard. Uh, you know, the, we, the Spurs fans of a certain age, and then and I'm not including, and, and I'm, not, I'm not digging out American fans at all, but if you come to know Spurs because of Gareth Bale and whatnot, um, you've missed the part of why all of this is so great for us. It's because we went through up, like, unparalleled levels of mediocrity. Like, bringing in Andy Booth, and if you don't know about him, Google him. Just have a look at his picture and you'll realise how desperate this move was. He looks like an Eastern I- East Island head <laughs> in a Spurs kit. <laughs> and he was our answer for three games. We brought him in on an emergency loan because we had no one to play up front. We had Gary fucking Doherty. Up front. Up front. He's, the, he's a centre def, defender, centre-back, but he, he was terrible at that. And he was even worse as a forward. You know, this is where we're coming it's from. It's a chaos he theory. He tried. Uh, trying isn't enough, Jack. The, the other day we played... Well, I can try. <laughs> the, other, the other day we played Huddersfield, and I think um, Andy Booth was some kind of... Um, was it Ledger? What's the fucking word for it, man? Um, anyway, there's a lot of ambassadorial work for him. Yeah. And they were interviewing them before our game on TV. It looks exactly the same. I think, I think the day he was born, he probably looked about 50 years old. And he'll always look like that. Just going back to what you said, Jack, about kids and that. Um, we wish part of them not appreciating this or... Like... But there's just this kid behind me in the stadium last night. Oh, right. Dressed in a uh, Ronaldo, uh, like a Real Madrid kit. Get him out. Slap his dad. Or mum. Well, or mum. I was, I was ready to fill him in, this kid. Like, he was dressed head to toe in Real Madrid... And when they scored, he was jumping up and down, and I'm like, I'm, I'm not having it. I I'm going to... At 36 years old, a professional in central London, I'm going to punch a child. <laughs> I'm going to punch this child in his face. <laughs> how, how old? How old child? When we say Seven, child? eight. He's old enough to know better. I'm sorry, when I, when I went, even back in the day when, I, when my <laughs> dad took me to football about that sort of age, you know, you knew there were, there were nasty men there. That's yeah. the problem with Wembley Stadium, though, is that people think they can do that. Yeah. Well, our, he, to be honest, he, the kid weren't doing anything wrong. I, I know, but I'm, He's just, seven. I'm just saying, in Wild Lane, I don't think you'd have um, any kid in the Spurs end being head to toe in Ronaldo gear. No, fair enough. I think they'd be told to, well, cover up or fuck off. I think he might have been gloating a little bit when, like, because after Ericsson scored, I turned around and grabbed him by his ears and screamed in his face. <laughs> it might have been a reaction to that. I'm not sure. Um, Real Madrid, they haven't lost a group stage. I'm not sure what this stat means, really, but they haven't lost a, a game in the group stage since 2012. Yeah, I think Milan beat them. So I remember now. Yeah. lost it before. Yeah. Um, what, what are your feelings on Wembley now, Jack? Do you want me to be honest? Yeah. All right. I I was working before the game last night. Um, was doing some filming outside. Yeah, just humble, humble sort of break. You know. Yeah, working. Nightly men. Yeah, yeah. Nightly men. Check them out. Subscribe. Um, you can see me talk shit and uh, got yeah. No, never mind. Anyway, doing some filming. I had loads of kids to take, so I didn't go to the game. Basically, I didn't go to the game last night. I was in a pub. 
Oh, you didn't have a ticket? No. Well, I, I, I had all gear with me. All your stuff? I had to get out of there. I couldn't, I couldn't take a whole load of filming garb in with me. Fair enough. But anyway. T, how did your experience at Wembley go last night? What do you feel about the stadium now? Because Bull Street, <laughs> like, just, just a, as a caveat, says, Bull Street off, uh, currently working on a documentary about Wembley and Spurs. I say documentary, a very short doc, about the, um, the way Spurs fans feel. And we were interviewing Spurs fans before again, you know, what, how do you feel about the stadium? You know, are you over it or is it, are you ready to go? And, and a lot of Spurs fans are basically saying it's not home. It's, this isn't our home and that's the problem. Um, but for me, during the game, it, it felt like, it's not that it wasn't home, but it felt like I'd forgotten that I wasn't at home. Well, I, I kind of see it like um, like church in a way. I mean, you know, it's just a building, a church. But you, you know, if you've got the same congregation, go to go to someone's house, and then the Holy Ghost hits them all. It feels like it still feels like they're moving towards the same purpose. And I guess with with your fellow Spurs fans, you could move us to any any stadium. And you get a performance like that, and the atmosphere is electric like that. It, it does feel like home. But ultimately. Um, there's so much about Wembley that's just so, I don't know, it's just so plastic. I mean, people... It's sipid, isn't it? People, yeah, that's the word. People are spending eight fucking quid on tubs of popcorn. I mean, what are you doing? I mean, I get it if it's families, no, but... I like popcorn, mate. What's up, I like popcorn, yeah. yeah but eight me, quid, eh? Old, old habits die hard. Eight know. quid, man. Oh. Do, you, uh, do you, you know, like, a bit older now, a bit less concerned with images, you know, you speak from the heart a bit more as you get a bit older. Do you know, I'll be, I'll be brutally honest with you, lads. I think, like... In the in in the pit of my soul last night, even though I didn't go last night, I don't feel like I missed out. I feel like you know, it made me long for White Hart Lane. Honestly, not going to the game last night, I thought I wanted to pretend mm. I didn't have a ticket. I didn't go to the game. Oh, it really hurts. I watched it in the pub with the missus. We had a few drinks, and I still fucking loved it. And yeah. I didn't. But all. But what it did make me long for still was White Hart Lane. I thought. That last night at the lane would have been quality. Yeah, well, so we were all talking about the same thing. We were it, all talking about it. But there were a lot of comparisons to the Inter game, which was uh, seven years ago today, when Bell seven years ago. Yeah, yeah, twenty ten. What the fuck? Exactly. But there were comparisons between last night and that game. And I initially, I just, I tweeted with sort of impulse. I said I thought last night was better than that game. And then the more I thought about it, the more I just thought the fact that that took place at White Hart Lane. In the smaller stadium, more compact, under the lights, I think that's probably a bit more iconic. It's just ours. It was just ours. It's like coming into yeah. our house. It's like it's it's like watching a great film in your front room. Yeah, it's better than when you're at someone else's house. Genuinely, do you know what? it made you like after my after my grand died a couple of years ago when we all went to our. I can see you on that laugh. So the second I said that, <laughs> second I said that. I just saw the smirk. How have we that, descended? How have we descended to where well, we were for eight yeah, years ago? It's just, it's just, <laughs> it's just. I wasn't laughing at your grand's death. Yeah, it's oh, she, had, she had a long and happy innings, you know. Well, until yeah, whatever. Um, basically, when we went back to her house, it was like it was it was suddenly like it was closure, you know. It was, and that was it. And I get that same feeling when I think about White Hart Lane. It's just it's like there's. It's it's a it's a literal void. It's a and, part of me that's gone. And I know everyone feels it, but it's still not over it. It's hit me more now when we're good. And, and like, if you think, of, yeah, you know, I mean, like, I don't want to focus Whatever. on the negative too much, but I understand. Oh, no. I understand one hundred percent what you're saying, Jack. Can we win the Champions League? Of course you can. Of course you can. 
We now, we're a comparable, if not <clears> higher <throat> level, than Liverpool were in 2006 when they did it. You're fucking right. That's, that's See, can we win the Champions League? Yeah, I think um, I actually put here that we've got Bayern Munich, um, Juve and Dortmund, or Dortmund are out now, and when we said we are struggling in the, in the group stages, there's no reason why we can't go all the way. Having said that, the issue we're going to have is that we're not going to have a winter break. They will, you know, um, Juve, Bayern, Madrid will come back refreshed in the second half and maybe be better than us in the second half. But the way I feel right now, there's not much stopping us. It's, it's wide open. Do you know what? They, they, they will have that break. But, you know, other teams in the Premier League have three or four times the budget of our wage structure and yeah. we still compete. So and then what, the, other, the other thing, there's five English teams. They're all going to go through, um, all things being equal. So... If they draw, if we draw each other, maybe it might be a negative thing in in, in, in a sense. Mm. Because if Man City draw Spurs on paper, they should smash us. But they're not going to relish that at all. They're not going to relish it. But I'd hate it. I'd hate that. Well, I don't. I don't want to draw another English team. But five teams go through is a possibility. Uh, Spurs in Barcelona on Twitter. He says, realize uh, realize this morning that I don't didn't even think about Arsenal at all last night. Do you give a fuck about what they think about the result? Um, I can't say that I didn't think about Arsenal last night. I definitely did. Mm. I, I, I looked at it and thinking, imagine how they're feeling right now. Mm-hmm. I did have a little think about them. I don't care what they feel about the result. When when you've heard the DVD joke um, for the last twenty years, it just kind of washes off you. And and then um, even when even today when you put the questions out on um, on social media, people have replied, "Yeah, but you're not won a trophy. You're not won a trophy." Then I'm like, well, <laughs> the fact that you're taking time out of your day to tweet a Spurs account. Those, those few little words, I think that's, that makes me feel all the better. It, it, it gets me hard. What's, what's that thing <laughs> used to say? You know, the more you scream, the bigger it gets. I mean, that's from T.H. in the latest days, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But it's, essentially, it's essentially that. Let's not drill down on that. But let's, let's, not, let's not highlight that URL or anything. You know, like. Yes. Or the, or the, the phrase, the, <laughs> the louder the scream, the harder. Forget it. I mean, why have you brought that up? Where did that come from? No, because you, you dug deeper, Jim. I'm just saying... The, the, the I'm more just they're, saying that they're fucking... Uh, the more these do, fans have a go at us, the more it makes me... Do, do you know what it is? I think... I think gets you hard, yeah, I'll get you. I think for the first time in my life, and I'm being... Again, I'm being real here, like, for the first time in my life, you know, in, in the past, when we, like, won the, like, the Carlin Cup beat Chelsea, and you'd have the Arsenal, I'd be like, it's just Carlin Cup... And you put on that front of like, oh, yeah, I don't care you don't what you say, I don't care. I yeah, don't care. But in the back of your mind, like, yeah, I do, because it's just the Carling Cup. Yeah, it's yeah, shit, yeah. you know. Yeah. Right, let's not start the League Cup debate. But, you know. But now, when they're sort of doing this whole, yeah, but, you know, you your anything. biggest night, you haven't won anything. It's like, but lads, like, honestly, I, I really don't care. What I care about is the fact that you care so much yes, now. That's yeah, it. Like, that's it. And, and it's, do, it's, it's and almost it's, like gratification. Yeah. You're what I was. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly what it is. I was like, I, 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 I equalised Spurs being shit by taking this principal decision that this place that, that Spurs were the better football club, and we are, we are. You know, mm-hmm. we're, we're so much better than Arsenal in every single way. Less smelly, less smelly, less just less cunty as well. But now we're in a position where we're not only a better football club, but we're actually fucking better than them. And, and, and now we can say, look... So we put out a tweet last week saying, you know, Arsenal fans digging us out, but we don't even know who the fuck you're playing. I don't know who they're playing tomorrow night. I have no idea. Who are they playing? They're playing Belgrade. Red Star Belgrade. Pop, we, is it Red Star? Do you remember when we played them when we were very shit? 
I remember us playing Partisan, yeah. Yeah, there you go. I think yeah, I rest, um, maybe it's a segue. I rest our Belgrade. The, you remember old Danny Dars football factories when the head of the firm said their their specialism was to rape right. positions. Yeah. Was it them? The story goes that, that they found the head of the firm of whoever Red Star Belgrade's opposition is and took him in, in a graveyard and raped him. I mean, like, I'm, I'm not... I'm not I love football, yeah. but not that much. I know, right? And it's like, I, like I'm, not, I'm not calling out any halls on this. Like, don't, I'm not calling out lads. But like, our sort of like, culture here is like, you know, it's a tear-up in an Audi car park outside you, the town. You don't bum your enemy. No, it... it Maybe they do. That's too much. <laughs> we it's never know. Much. But what's the, what's more beautiful is the way that there's there's clinging on to anything. I, I, an Arsenal fan tweet. I don't, I don't even know if he's even being serious. He says um, our group in the Europa League has more Champions League experience than most in the Champions League. The Champions oh, League is not what it was. It isn't that just a, oh, isn't a beautiful thing? Oh, that it, they've got. A, they're, they're, they're desperate. And they they're, are. They're clawing anything. They are. And you know what? And, and the problem, we've said it many, many times before, the problem is, is that they've got nothing other than the football club. Sorry, they've got nothing other than the performances of their football club. Other than that, they just, they have to claw at these things because if, if they're not um, devaluing the Champions League and building up the Europa League, then what are they? But they they're thought they weird. thought they were going to play us in the Europa League. When they saw the group, they were like, yeah... We're going to see you in the Europa League. What's I happening DT, now, lads? I think DT tweeted that, see you in the Europa League, and it got retweeted to fuck last night. But, what? Well, we're not in it now. We're yeah. not going to be in it. Yeah. Well, we're not interested in your tin pot comfort. And I'll tell you what, having, having spent about six or seven years in it, fucking tin pot. It's horrible. It's fucking shit. I'd still love to win it, though. I, yeah, I mean, if we're in it, I'm, I'm with you. I'm, I want to win it all the we'll way. We'll never be in it again. But right now, right now <laughs> tin pot. Do you, can I just say, do you, know what the, do you know what the icing on the cake for this is? Obviously, winning the fucking league at the Emirates, that's, that does it. But as a, as a more perhaps realistic one, getting Sanchez on a free, cambling <laughs> them for Sanchez. Imagine, but I think we could. If we finish top four and they don't get there. Do you want that? We could. Want that? Would it be like, because I've always had the moral high ground about, about Sol Campbell saying we would have never done that. No, I'd take him. Take Sanchez. Because Imagine would, him in this team. It would kill them. Yes. It would kill you know, them. In between, you know, in, um, in between, it just says, um, why did you do that for? Funny. Funny, yeah. <laughs> That's the way it would be. Yeah. What was Sanchez for? ripping down that fucking dog banner that they, they, they crowdsourced. Did you see what they the last crowdfunded. night? What happened last night? Yeah, they put up a, a, a fucking video of giving Sanchez presents for oh, his dog. What are they? Kuna Claude. What are they? You know Claude off Arsenal Fan TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he put up a tweet saying Spurs are freeing and laughing against the Real Madrid in the Champions yes! League and we're yes. giving presents to Sanchez's dog. <laughs> dog non football stuff. Shit. <laughs> you know, 100%. You know um, as much as I despise Arsenal fan TV and all, all of it is, um, I think Kuna Claude has uh, the level of uh, self awareness and Self, um, what's, the, what's the word? Deprecation. Self-deprecation. Um, to make it as a football fan. He's the only one. Yeah. Because the, the tweet, that was a glory. He, he summed it up. He summed it up. Like, you're, like, you're... This is a player who's going to be fucking gone. And you're, you're doing this bullshit social media nonsense. Fucking brilliant. Um, we've got more, more, more about Real Madrid in the second half. We've got some brilliant questions. Have a break now uh, and listen to... I don't know, actually, fuck what we're listening to. There's no windy. 
Just be a, just, just, be it, just either this noise or nothing, and then we just carry on. Yeah. Wank. 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 All right. A camel So, in Pochettino's book, he talks about the cult of personality in English football, in England and in general, you know, the obsessive celebrities. And when Man United or any Marina team wins a game, it's always about him and his interviews, his little subtle things he puts in. Mm. We'll never give the players credit. And, um... I can't remember who said it, but after the game last night, there was no hysterics from, from Pochettino. He just went and shook Zidane's hand and, and left. And even, I think he was quoted as saying, you know, that this means nothing unless we win a trophy. And when Pochettino talks, he always talks about in the wider, in the wider sense. He never says, you know what, well, I've done this, I've improved this team. Yeah. It's not like Redknapp used to be, oh, you know, they don't know how good they've got it kind of thing. Pochettino's very much about the group. All and, I was, and yesterday was about it. That's why I struggled to find the man of the match. All I would say, though, is that like, Mourinho can talk that way because he has done so much. He, he has earned it. Yeah, he's done more than most... He, I don't, I, he's been more dominant across Europe than probably any manager that will that ever leads, play, do the game. That leads me to my, to my second point. Was that I think Jonathan Wilson did an article about how lesser fo- managers who are lesser players tend to be more about themselves when they manage because they never made it as a player. They never had that platform. And um, so even, I, mean, I don't know, I might, I might be out of my depth, I can't remember all the names, but Pochettino was a fairly decent player and he never, he never wants to be at the centre of, of it all. But maybe people like Benitez, who I think finished with an injury in Marina, want to be at the centre of it. Do you think on a curveball to that then? Because I think it, it buys into this. Do you think, like, then Danny Murphy had a bit of a point about the under-17s, the whole, like, wearing their shirts the other way around when they won the World Cup the other day? Yeah, I had an issue with that. I had an issue with that, because it's like... On some level, you can understand that they, they want to get their name seen. They want to... They want, they've got their careers to think of, and they've seen before them England teams that have done well in competitions at their level and have ended up in non-league football. So they have they have to sell themselves, but it be, when all of the players in the under seventeen team turn their shirts around so they so that the cameras could see their names on their chest, you're thinking you're that mentality is what's going to set you back. It's, it's the Kane I can't imagine would have ever done that. He, he may have done, he may have done right, but as an adult now, where he understands stands the game, behaves in a way that we all love him for. Um, what was that sound? It was outside. Right. Uh, yeah, um, you know, he, he's... It, it takes more than just being a good footballer. And I'm, I'm not so sure. I don't... I, don't, I mean, they're, they're 16, 17-year-old kids. I mean, they're not going to have the humility to, to you know, be a bit more humble they about They were copying it. each other as well. Well, yeah, they probably said before the game, if we win, we'll do this and we'll do that. But... Um, I mean, even what we've said all along about Tottenham, they believe that they believe that they're good, and I think this country kind of hates that when people, when, when a sportsman or a team are good at something, and they know they are. Um, yeah. Self-deprecating. I, I fucking hate yeah. Formula One, but from the little I know about it, Lewis Hamilton is someone who is someone who's got a lot of self-confidence, a lot of self-belief. He's the best, and he knows he's the best, and people hate that. And well, if you, and I guess what I guess Murphy's comments about the under-17s kind of mirror that in a sense. I think if you look at uh, boxers that are really popular in, in England, the ones that are uh, the most shy or reserved are the ones that tend to tend to do very well in terms of public perception. Frank Bruno was 
absolutely loved by everybody. Yeah. And he was very, very humble. Joshua is very, very humble outwardly. You know, this is how you see it. And, that, and that's why people people love him, because he isn't flash. Um, or at least isn't is pretending not to be. You know, he, there, there is there is a definite truth in all of that. Well, yeah, um, look at Daley Thompson, for example. But his, very, achie- his achievement, he should be... You know, we're kind of varying from football, then. Going to another... It's fine. Yeah. It's a free podcast. But Daley Thompson, for example, is not someone who is as lauded as someone as maybe, say, Seb Cohn. Yeah. What are you saying? Because he's white. Nah, I don't think it's that. I don't think it's that. I agree. I agree. Seb Groves a cunt. He should never even. He should never have been given the platform he's been given. It, it's true, but the thing of David Thompson, he knew he was the best. He was unbeaten for ten years, and he's a bad man. I think when someone <laughs> no, right. when, when someone is like that good, people think, no, I want to see them fall. I want to see them. You know, I want to see them fall. So uh, I, I don't know what rapper said it, but it's. it's uh, I respect talent when it's evident, or something like, along along the, along those lines. Yeah. And I, I love arrogance. Like, this is why I love... I don't love Mourinho, but I, I, I respect him and enjoy him because he's done it all. And he... I don't, I don't want to be bored to death when I listen to people. I, I, I respect people that are humble. And in general, all day life, humble people are, are much more... I'd rather spend time around those people than those that are arrogant. But when you're at that level, I think part of the entertainment is... Just being a bit of a dick. Well, but like Mayweather's an act, you know, he's a dick. He is. But I love him for it. I, I love him as a boxer. But the thing with Mourinho. I like, don't love him for a wife beater. Is that what you were saying? Well, I, no, I, I love, love him as a boxer. I don't love, I don't love He's an awful human being. I've always said that. Yeah, but I, I say that as well. I'm not saying I love him as a wife beater, is what I'm saying. No. You wish you were there, though. Jack, what do you think? <laughs> that part of his discography can uh, be discounted. Yeah. But, um, but no, what I was going to say is that the issue with Mourinho is that now we're. On that level, now we're one of the best teams in the country. It's kind of a bit more evident to me why, you know, what, what I, don't, I shouldn't say I hate him because I respect him, but he's more of an annoyance now than he was before. You, like, I, people aren't going to be, they're not going to be happy with this, but, you know, as a, you know, as a, as a humble YouTube pioneer with several thousand Twitter followers, <laughs> I can say that, you know, uh, <laughs> Um, the Pochettino, for, for all the talk of how humble he is and this kind of thing, which I buy to a degree, people people want to put him in this box of like this is Pochettino, right? They don't acknowledge the fact he's a human being and he's for a manager, he's a young man, right? He's a young man who wants to get to the top of his game. We've seen before our very eyes Pochettino changing, mm-hmm. and I think that I've right, you, you know, you know my sort of fucking shtick on Twitter and all that sort of thing. I like, I, I do like winding people up, but there is, there's often sometimes there's a bit of a kind of truth to certain things to say. And I, I think one of the things I have noticed about Pochettino is I do think, and I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm not, I'm just saying it is a thing. Mm. I think like if we're talking about the Pochettino who we first signed it like from Southampton, who maybe perhaps half struggled a bit speaking English and felt a bit guarded, but also obviously played a bit of a game in getting the interpreter in and this kind of thing. To a Pochettino who now is releasing a book midway through a season where he talks about things that are going on in the ground, who is, whatever you think about Marco, whether it's uh, the Spanish son, the this, the that, 
is still giving quotes to them mm. that says, you know, how can you compare me to Zizou when, whatever it is, I'm driving a fucking Skoda and he's driving an Aston Martin, whatever it was he said. There is a difference there. And I think it's, I, I don't think it's, I don't think we're being completely genuine if we say that Pochettino hasn't got one eye on his own legacy and hasn't got one eye on his own kind of fingerprint, I guess, on the conversation. The fact he does want to be remembered as a great and perhaps you know this stuff that surrounds it can he be compared to Zizou can he be compared to Guardiola until he's won a Champions League I agree you know it's, it's going to come into it it's going to come into it like is it going to hit that point when he's like you know what I do love Levy I do love this project I've put my heart and soul into this but I've shown him enough now to be like Give me fucking... Let me give Harry Kane 200k a week. Let me give all the way around 150k. Give me 200 mil to spend in summer because I'm not going to win the Champions League without that. And when PSG come in and be like, you're a former player, come and win us the Champions League. It mm. does there come that point when he is like, you know what, fuck it. I want to do that. I want to be remembered. It's a fair argument, but I can't see it happening. Uh, I think his methods require longevity and... Uh, and a, and a chairman who will give him the time to behave in a way that is productive for the football club. So PSG isn't that, Real Madrid isn't that, um, Espanyol is Spurs. Is the, the, the glorious thing about having a man, manager like him is that he kind of sees the glory in sticking around. I, I think, in the same way that Berbatov should, Modric should, should have, uh, Sharon, uh, sorry, should have. You know, he's... I get what you're saying. There is an ego there, 100%, but no one did anything great without having their first... having at first their, their agenda to, to, to play. You know, it's the best boxers... I keep saying boxing, but it's the greatest... It's the easiest analogy. The best boxers of the world, in the world are generally very flash and understand their, um, their talent. If he doesn't understand his talent, then we probably don't have the manager we think we have. He's, he's got it's a lot about of, him displaying himself. He's got an awful respect. lot. Of, he's got an awful lot of self belief. He's, he's got loads of self belief. And he's probably, so should. He probably does believe that he's, he's one of the best. Um, he's no mug, and I think he realizes that for his legacy, he's going to need Spurs to, to win something, and it's coming. It is. It's coming. Look, look it's it fucking is. It's coming. It fucking it's coming. is. Come on, lads. We're going to get everything we want. We're going to get everything we want. We're winning the league under Pochettino. We, we, we will win the league. We could one day win the Champions League. We're going to win domestic cups at a canter. Everything that you hoped, <laughs> everything that you hoped would come true as a Spurs fan will happen if Pochettino is in charge. He's so good. But you know, um, in 2009, when Man United won the, um, the League Cup, whatever it was called back then, a lot of their fans left before the before the ceremony. That's going to be us in ten years. We've, we've won the FA Cup again. Oh, is that right. a good thing? So it's all right, mate. Is that a good thing? Because I, I, well, it is what it is, isn't it? If you if you become successful and you win trophies every other year, then I guess after the tenth trophy in like four, six, seven years, you're going like, to be like, well, what's the minor? But 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 if we if we I don't want us to get so this is my issue with success is that I don't want to get to the situation where we're playing Chelsea, uh, one of our hated rivals. In a, in a cup final and we leave before celebrating I don't think that that's Tottenham I don't yeah, think that's I'd, I'd rather leave early go on Facebook and Twitter just be an arsehole if I say I left early you ain't shit 
<laughs> me beat you, fuck off. <laughs> see, I see the value in that as well. But just, it's not going to be an absolute wanker. I'm going to be an absolute cunt when we're successful because I've had 30 years of it, man. From school till now. I understand. Fuck them. But no, I understand that um, if we do, if we just get to a point where. Well, I left numb. early because I couldn't be bothered to celebrate against you. <laughs> yeah. Enjoy yeah. your football. Yeah. Have your losers medal, you mug. <laughs> Incredible. Uh, we've got a question from Connor Kane, Facebook. Big one. Uh, I had a ticket to the game last night and wasted it. My missus simply wouldn't let me go. When we were 3-0 up, uh, she was stunned into silence and tried to act all lovely, had, uh, as if she'd done nothing wrong. How long um, should I continue to give her the silent treatment and let her stew in her guilt of robbing me of one of the, night, uh, one of the greatest nights in Spurs history? Go on, T. If you have, uh, if you have any kids, until the kids get married. Um, if, I, you're I, not, I if you're not at a stage in a relationship, then um, I think maybe you've got, a, you've got a walk away, son. Jack, what do you think? I need a little bit more context to it, you know. See, see, he could have been like on the back of a two-week bender. That is true. See, this is this is it. She, she like, could be like, "You're not going because it's my birthday or it's my mum's funeral." You know, exactly, like, exactly. So, like the he, I mean, we need to know what you did in order to get to this situation. Mm-hmm. However, I've seen some relationships where there has been a woman or a man uh, controlling. A situation where it's been very negative and you don't get to do what you want to do but the kind of jovial tone of this question would suggest that that isn't the case and to be fair i mean being being all serious that's that's emotional abuse and that's not good look on on a on a level connor um fuck can you say you've got you've got to tread your own path haven't you you look I understand. It's a tough one. Look, so based on what you said, I would say that you fuck it. This is really heavy because you're you're with someone who stopped you from doing something that you enjoy yeah. and that you'd love doing, and that's not healthy. However, if there's some other kind of issue around it that you know you know there she needed you to be there. Then that's fine. Fuck, I should, why is this included? If, if somebody loves you, they love all of the baggage that that entails. And, and Tottenham Hotspur, come on, that's that it's, it's it's baggage. It's baggage, but it's playing against Real Madrid at, at uh, Wembley or, or anywhere else is a magnificent occasion, and you shouldn't have someone. Oh, fuck, I don't want to. Let's go to the next question and go on. This one's actually a little bit funny. Like, fundamentally, you shouldn't have someone who would stop you from having fun, in, in my opinion, but. I'm sure you're very happy, Connor Kane, and I hope that basically, works. Connor, if 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 you feel strongly enough about it, you maybe find to be fair. yeah, maybe find something that you know you know she really really loves, and just frame it in a way of saying, how would you react if I asked you to miss that? Yeah, uh, and, and and yeah, and, and that's often the situation. Uh, we, in my experience, with some women, is that they don't value your. Fuck this, bollocks. I'm moving on. Question. I don't, don't care. Yeah, yeah. Nelson and Sarah on Twitter, he says, my flu-ridden mum... This is better. My flu-ridden mum needed me to run over some supplies last night. I said I had rolled my ankle and couldn't. Where is the line drawn? <laughs> he's funny, this guy. Uh, Nelson and Sarah, he's, funny, he's a funny Twitter man. OK, oh, God, give, him him a follow. give him a follow. Um, it's a fucking belter, that question... <laughs> Nothing, nothing. Uh, there's very little that would stop me from, from, from watching that game, and, and flu isn't enough. 
just you know, little, little bit of like, sniffles. Your mum has been alive long enough to know how to deal with the flu. Yeah. Unless it, unless it was genuine influenza, then get us to a hospital. But, um, yeah, that's a great excuse. How often do you see your mum that you can pretend to roll your ankle? Rolling your ankle is like a, it's a long, it's not like, it's not like I feel a bit sick and I'm better in a day or two. Rolling your ankle is like a long rehabilitation yeah, period. Yeah, that is pretty fucked up. Reminds me of when uh, Ricky's mum wanted me to go and run something over to her once. Are you two still doing that? Yeah, it's one of the best things on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Rick. <laughs> Hello, Rick. Um, I, I remember when uh, Ricky's mum uh, came around my place. Yeah, it was uh, distinctly average, and I was disappointed. Uh, I love you, Ricky, and and I definitely love your mum. Uh, Bardi ran a poll asking where last night's game ranks in all-time Spurs games. Um, well, where, where does it rank for you? Because for me, it was up there in... You was at the 5-1, though, weren't you? I was. The Arsenal 5 I was at that, that. That's my number one all day. Because I was next to an Arsenal fan. I can guarantee I was next to an Arsenal fan. It's top five. It's yeah. not the top. What, what is yours? What, 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 what would you say the best night at uh, like Washington Spurs? Would it be a recent thing, like in the Milan or...? It, yeah, if, if I'm being brutally honest, it was 3-1 it was at home into Milan. That was incredible. It be because you know what, like this, we'd experienced that, <coughs> but before that, we had in my lifetime, I'd never seen anything like that, yeah. anything close to that. And, and they they were the champions of Europe at the time. Mm. So this isn't the first time we smashed the champions no. of Europe. Exactly. The second time. Um, <clears throat> it was it was amazing. Like when when Van der Vaart turned the defender, I don't know who it was now. And just pass that ball into the net. Didn't Modric do like a yeah. fucking yeah. brilliant pass yeah. through to him? It's a very well worked goal, actually. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was incredible. What was yours, Lee? Um In terms of game, of games have actually been that. It has got to be the Arsenal three-two away when Cabal got the winner. That was just that was just fucking mind blowing. Um, last night's game, I probably put maybe top three, maybe Inter Milan second, but. Um, yeah, it's definitely top three. But who knows? Maybe in five years' time, we'll look back on that game last night. and It might be number one. Maybe it'll age. Maybe it'll age age well. Mm. Because um, Real Madrid finished second in their group last year and won the whole thing. So if they if they win the whole thing this year, then maybe the result will look even better. We could actually like legitimately. <clears throat> like, if we didn't get to the semi-finals in the Champions League, I'd be a bit disappointed now based on what we've seen. Yeah, a lot depends on how we how we bow out. But given our exit last year, I think this year we've learned a lot from that. Yeah, I, I think so too. Um, we had a question from Xander1982. He says, uh, which of Redknapp's teams, Redknapp's uh, Champions League team, would get into the Premier League? So the Inter game is probably the one we'll pick out. So the starting line up. Hold on, what the fuck have you prepared? No, because you know what? Someone asked the same question after and he actually provided a So no, you haven't prepared, or yes, you have? I kind of have. Yes, you've prepared. Don't be ashamed so of Benosaurus, that. So, Benosaurus, I saw your question, but Alexander asked it first, so we're answering his question. Whatever. But the starting 11 against Inter was Kudicini in goal, Hutton, Galas, Cabal, and Asura Cotter in defence, yeah? And um, Luca was injured. Um, um, there's Huddleston, Modric in defensive midfield, Bale and Lennon on the wings, Van der Vaart in the hole, and Kraut up front. So, so some of those players will get into the starting eleven last night. Yeah, uh, um, Hutton. 
<laughs> yeah, I could have cheated me, mate, with his biscuit wrists. Bale would get in the team. Yeah, Bale yeah, would get in the team. I think Bale... I don't know who I could... That's the problem, is who they replace. I mean, Bale replaces any of the front line. Uh, any, any of them. He, he, I mean, even Harry. He even knew. Harry. Sorry, no, 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 sorry. No, no, last night, that, in terms of the front three, so given the fact that Sissoko came on, uh, Ericsson or... Who else played up front? Last night. Ericsson, Delhi. Bale gets in ahead of Ali and gets in ahead of uh, Ericsson. Probably doesn't get in um, I'll put, ahead of I'll put Modric in over Winks. Yes, yeah, so would I. And, and that's not to say that Modric isn't brilliant. And, and, and our, the fact that we're even having this conversation, the fact that, like you say, uh, it could even be a conversation that Modric shouldn't be ahead of, ahead of Winks. Modric no, was... Hunter But he, he, was the be- he was probably the best player on the pitch last night. Modric was dreadful. No. What? No. He didn't have a good game. No. Winks had him. Did he not? No, no, that wasn't that good. I, I, like, I, I don't want to buy too much into the wasn't dreadful. Probably. I wasn't sold on Winks at first. I honestly wasn't sold. No, no, was no, not at all. But honestly, if he if he keeps up this sort of level, he's going to be one of the greatest English midfielders of all time. Like he's he's exceptional. And he spurs. Yeah, he's. But I've I've not seen a player since Modric do the sort of stuff that Winks does. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm I'm, I'm not saying he's on Modric's level. Or yeah, Modric's. Fucking transformed Real Madrid, he won on the decimo, all that sort of thing. Yes, all right, but Winks is fucking class. Really so is. you're saying you'd have Winks ahead of Modric? On last night's form? Yes. Come on. I would, mate. No, yeah. man. Don't go down on that strip, man. Own it, own it. I would. I'd pick, I'd pick Bernard van der Vaart over Ericsson and Delhi with a heavy hop. Van der Vaart? Then, at that point, no. he was gold. I ain't having it. He was. He was gold. He was, was gold, but he was just... Happy, wasn't I that? didn't see the half-time. No, no, I, don't get me wrong, I love him. And I, I saw that too. And it, um, but, nah, nah, nah. No, no way. Van so you're not having any of them, then? I'm having Modric. You, you, said, you said Bell. You said Bell and Modric. Bell and Modric, that's the only two that we're getting. I'll probably put... Van der Vaart and Ericsson's probably a little bit closer, but Van der Vaart's clinical, man. He never missed chances. And, and you know what? Last night's game, what I really thought about is Ericsson had the self-belief and arrogance of Cristiano Ronaldo. He'd be a much better player. Probably be too good for Spurs. But he doesn't believe in himself. Last night in the first half, he was a bit of a passenger. Second half, mm. he woke up a little bit for me. But I still think he's got that self-belief. That's what he needs. Controversial one. I think maybe, maybe Gallas gets in over Sanchez. I, yeah. I, think, I think Gallas is... Uh, I get a, a net good Tottenham career. I think he did. I... I, I no, no, he was good. It was good. Uh, it's not that's controversial because Sanchez is quite raw. Sanchez. Sanchez has played, you know, eleven games for Tottenham. Yeah. It's not. He's that. That's a good shout. That is a good shout. Yeah, I'm full of him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think he. You probably Gallas then. Yeah, Gallas over Sanchez and and uh, Modric and Van der Vaart is what we're universally agreeing on, right? No, you didn't agree on Bell. Oh, no, we Bell. all agreed on Bell. And Bell, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Fair enough. All right, let's no round it off. Good question. Um, where are we? Uh, so, six shop. Six, oh, sorry, yeah, my little brother's produced the fanzine. He's changed, so, like, changed his Twitter name. He, yeah, he has. He's um, the thing about Alex is that he's uh, he's really really good and he does something really well, and then he just gets bored of it and then he does something <laughs> else and I'm so frustrated. But he's uh, he's put, putting his, his own little fanzine together. Um, it's not about Spurs, but you can support it. 
Um, so go on, uh, if you just at him at, what is it now? Sir, Shop Six Sissy. This is what winds me up as well. Like, Shop Six Sissy is hard to fucking find. Engineer, I was fine. Oh, whatever. So at Shop Six Sissy, is that right? Yes. Um, you can die, buy, buy his fans. There's only like five left of his. Yeah, really got many left. So that's good. So would you rather eat a cup of poo or a heat teen? Sorry, or a heat teen? You've missed a vital word. On, you would you rather eat a cup of your own poo or a heat teaspoon of a of a stranger's? Where? Well, why is this such a fascinating thing for people to, to ask us? Like, would you rather do one horrible thing or another horrible thing? Uh, a know, heat teaspoon, though, is not much, is it? It's making me rich a bit. <laughs> it's, it's a lot. I've got a very vivid imagination, and like I, I'm, I'm biting down and chewing thing. through that. Uh, but um, boiled eggs does that. The thought of eating a boiled, I can't like a boiled egg. <laughs> no, no. I, I've never eaten a boiled egg in no, my entire no, life. No, I had to do like, oh no, an what? eggs like it was one of those like you know a family meal and there's a salad and it's like a, some sort of salad with boiled eggs on it and just sitting there like my blood bottom lip quivering and so, so you know you got that, that that kind of liquid that shoots around your mouth just yeah. before you're about to sick up <laughs> yeah what's that all about then I, when, I, when I eat mangoes I get that really I've got an allergy to mangoes yeah I mean, and it makes you... It makes you that, messing with a wreck. Is, is that yeah. bile? Is that that's bile? What is that? What is yeah. it? Is I, like, think it's like a, I think it's something to do with the enzymes in it. But I'm not sure if it's like... So you feel like this shooting sweet liquid that yeah. goes into your mouth and you're like, I'm going to be sick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I hate it. Uh, I have that. I have that, definitely. Uh, I don't know what I'd do. It's just a fucking horrible question. You know, it? sometimes when people born them, there's that green bit around the yolk. You ever seen that in a boil? Uh, yeah. But it's still, you can still eat it. It's I had just, one this morning. I had two and I quite liked it. Sorry. Would you eat them? You know, like. Can we film you eating a boiled egg? No. (laughs) No, no. But you look like cannibalism on camera. (laughs) Um, Like, you know, Pret, they sell them. Like, Pret, you know, come on, yeah. I'm at a certain age now, I'm allowed to talk about it. But they sell little boiled eggs in pot. Yeah, they do. You just go and buy pot boiled eggs. Yeah, lads in the office buy them. It's It's like beans. It's like beans with a boiled egg in it. It's like egg and beans. So can you eat it up, or do you just have it? It gives it too hot. It gives okay. too hot. Yeah, it's. Um, I've never eaten it myself. No, these are cold. It's a cold. It's a cold. Is it uh, see-through plastic with, with a bit of spinach in it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know, I know yeah. exactly. I know what you're saying. I've never eaten one of myself. There's a guy in the office who's um, we call him Doctor Crippin um, because we're sure he's murdered girls. Um, he carries a, a hand case. Uh, he's a nice guy, um, <laughs> but he's uh, <laughs> hand case. A hand case, or yeah. Like a, doc- like a, like a, a vintage. Case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's called Dr. Griffin. That's what we call it. His name, his, his name isn't Dr. Griffin. Uh, he's definitely. Um... <laughs> he's at least a non. Do you know? Do you know? You know when in in your social circle there's always one dubious one. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Griffin. <laughs> uh, thank you, everyone who's lasted this long in the podcast. You know what? There's thirty percent of you who's lasted to the end of the podcast. Um, God bless you. Do you know what people came up to me on the, last night and said, I'm one of the 30%. It's like, that's fucking good. That was excellent. Thank you all. Um, about, there's been about 12 reviews on, on, on there's iTunes. Been, there's been a few. They're all brilliant. Thank you all. Yeah. Um, so what I'm going to ask more from the 30%, I'm going to ask for dick pics. Hello, Alex. Oh. All right, mate, we're recording a podcast literally right now. What, what? 
<laughs> we just talked about your um, your fanzine. Where? What? On the, what is the pod, I'm on the pod now. You're on the pod now. Yeah, just put you on loudspeaker. Oh my God, engineer! We've got Jack Hussey. Hello, mate. We still haven't answered your question, actually. I, like, we don't, I don't think we... I started talking about eggs. Yeah, we just answered your question. Would you rather eat a cup of poo or a heaped teaspoon of stranger's poo? What's the answer? You, the answer is you're a fucked-up idiot. <laughs> <laughs> we can't answer it. It's like a horrible thing. Like, what, answer it. It's fucking easy. What would you do? Cup of poo, man. <laughs> cup of your own poo. Well, it's your own, you get it, it's, it's your own stuff, it's fine. Right. Uh, because you know what's made it. Yeah, at least you know what you put in your body, that's true. Um, no, no. We mentioned, no, hang on, stay. Uh, we mentioned, um, we mentioned your fans in. Uh, how many you got left? None. All oh, right, so, that, <laughs> right, ignore what we said before, you don't have to buy it anymore. <laughs> I sold out. Good stuff, um, man. But there's another one coming in about, in, in a short while. All right, so everyone can crack on and buy that. What, what did you ring up for? Eh? What did you ring up for? Because uh, I saw a tweet saying you're doing a, a pod, so I wanted to check if there was a pod. <laughs> yeah, the, you're listening to it. <laughs> so I can hear myself. Bye, Al. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, that's it for the Fighting Cop podcast. Thank you so much, Jack, for coming back once again after well, six years, five years. Five, six years. It's been too long. Will you come back again? No, I'm done, mate. I understand. I understand that. Honestly, sometimes I look in the mirror. I get up in the morning, look in the mirror and go, who are you? Why do you keep doing this? And I don't have an answer. T. Yep. God bless you. God bless you too. Come on, you fucking Spurs. It's coming! We just... He's coming. We just smashed. Real Madrid at home. We've got Arsenal in a couple of fucking two weeks. We're going to have them fucking cunts on the tiles off the pitch. They're going to get smashed to bits. There'll be Tottenham hooligans killing Arsenal fans. Dicks out. Dicks out, whacking them around the face. Slapping them. Slapping them around the face. There'll be kids crying. Like, and why have you punched my dad? Because he's a gooner. That's why I punched your dad. He stinks. Daddy stinks. He's a gooner. I punched your dad because he's crying. He's a fucking gooner. And you're crying. And you know what? I'm happy you're crying because your dad has taught you wrong. So fuck you, kid. Fuck Ricky. Uh, yeah, fuck, yeah, and Ricky's mum. <laughs> he's thinking he's no longer the big dog. Ricky is. I'm not a big dog. You are. I'm just a main dog. Sports Social Podcast Network. 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 Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. 
like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. GEICO asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. GEICO asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. It's not easy being the one everyone counts on to keep the facility running, no matter the weather or supply chain hiccup. But we get you, Raymond in Buffalo and Maria in Miami, Jules in Minneapolis, and Stan in central Indiana, taking control of everything that's under your control. At Granger, we're here for you with experienced branch staff at over 250 locations so you get the product you're looking for. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Sports Social Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.